This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused, of course, your favorite podcast that seems to come out later and later every week. As I am your host, Austin West, joined by my co-host, Lavelle Harris. Well, glad to be back. Good to be back for another episode that does be getting later and, and later, later in the week. We missed a week, and then we did it on like a Thursday, and then yeah. we are now doing it in the afternoon on a Thursday. So it's just not been good for us lately, I just guess. Just really busy. The oh, yeah. College life is great. It is kicking our butts right now as we're heading into Thanksgiving break next week. So there, I don't think there will be an episode next week. No. Now that I think about it, because we'll be on break, so yeah. we won't be here. I mean, unless you want to do it Tuesday before we leave. Yeah. We could do it. But whatever. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty busy on Tuesdays. So, I mean, well, we'd have to figure it out. So I think we can think of something. We'll easily, think of something. Easily. We'll see. We'll see. We'll but obviously lots of stuff happening in the NFL. Oh. And, you know, I put this in all caps if you can look at the notes there, Lavelle. It's uh the third the third dot there. All caps, any MFing Sunday or, or Monday. Monday. Or Monday in parentheses because my Niners got a win on Monday night over the Rams. Like who saw that coming? And this was not just any win. It's a blowout win. Thirty one to ten. It was bad. I was like are those the Rams that just got Odell Beckham, yeah. Von Miller? Odell's first game, Von Miller's first game. And Von Miller got pancaked by, by George, George Kittle. Kittle. I think it was Iowa disgusting. Boys. I think it was Babied. disgusting. Babied him. <laughs> but I I couldn't believe it. I went to bed at halftime. Um, I couldn't believe it. Jimmy Ward, our safety, comes back uh, for his first game in a while. Cause his first interception from t- since 2016, Jeez. I think is what it was. And then follows that right up with a pick six. Oh. So he had two interceptions, one of them for a touchdown in the first quarter off the first two drives for the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford not looking good. Not looking good in that game. It was just it was just weird. It was just weird. It was really weird to see that uh, two weeks in a row from Stafford and the Rams. Um, Odell had some deep shots to him. They looked at him first play of the game. Matthew Stafford, had, I think he had two receivers and a tight end to his left and Odell to his right. He never even looked at his right. He he got the snap and he immediately looked at Odell and waited for his comeback route and hit him for I believe it was seven or eight. Mm. So, and then after that, the deep ball to Odell looks like they had some miscommunication. Was Jimmy Ward's first pick, and then he got targeted a couple more times throughout the game. I think he had a total of six targets throughout six or eight mm. throughout the game, which isn't bad. It's, it's yeah. not bad. It's pretty good. Um, but I think I think that's what he was at. But again, I put in all caps for any mfing Sunday. Here for this week, as this was kind of the mantra I adopted. Was it last week or two weeks ago that I started really it going was like with the new two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, any sun, any given Sunday. Because I'll start yeah. with Thursday. I should have put Thursday on there too. Thursday, Ravens Dolphins. You know who gets a win? The Dolphins, Dolphins. twenty-two to ten. Like Mike Gusecki has zero fantasy points. First of all, that was really weird. <laughs> and we'll have more on that kind of thing later. But they just handled the Ravens so well. Uh, Unbelievably well. They were blitzing at such a high rate uh, during that game that Lamar and the Ravens couldn't really do anything. It, blitzing helps your defense so much. It does. Like it's it's a risky play, but it yeah. can help so much if you really trust you the guys good, behind you. Yeah, you. Trust you guys behind you. Have good secondary. You're. I feel like it's always good to blitz. Char- one thing Chargers don't do much. 
Charges exactly. need to do. It's blitz, people. We got to blitz a lot. And that's one of the things kind of, I know this is kind of not NFL, but college football. Like, look at the BVU defense. Coach Mandelko adopted the kind of always send six guys or five, five guys at once, like, to blitz, and everybody else will deal with coverage. And, like, that's been a problem for the teams in the conference Most over teams, the last yes. couple of years because they're like, okay, we know they're sending a lot, but that almost makes it one-on-one for each of our guys. And uh, BV has some guys that can easily win one-on-ones. Uh, Mason Wicked, uh, even our linebackers, Brady yes. McConaughey, Nathan Peterson, Reed Cruz, Reed Cruz Tanner Frock. Like, they're all good at winning one-on-ones. So at any given point, one of those guys might get free, make a tackle in the backfield, tackle for a loss, sack. Uh, whatever it may be, or just get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And so that's why blitzing has been such a huge part of the defense here and why it works so well for the Dolphins. Works so well for everyone, yeah. I feel like. And we also got a big man touchdown that didn't count in that game. <laughs> I it was, I still stand by big man touchdowns are the greatest thing one, in the NFL. That one was kind of like he just took the ball from the running back. Like, the running back wasn't even looking. He like, was right there. They were right next to each other. He was blocking. And then all of a sudden he just, the I'm, running, running, I'm running with it. You can't do yeah, that. The running I'm back was engaged with a guy, and they had thrown it, and I think it was Miles Gaskin who was out in the route. But he was engaged with a Ravens defender, so he couldn't turn around and go for the ball. And so the old lineman just looked back and said, okay, here I go. Caught it, took it for about 10, 12 yards. And then flipped over Ravens defenders to reach into the end zone for the touchdown. But obviously, it's uh, he's not eligible yeah, receiver, eligible so it gets called back. Be, but, but great play. Yeah, it was I. I thought it was a great play. I thought he looked great. Yeah, you know, always think he looks great. But you know, the Dolphins. Let's 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 throw a couple it, play calls. It's in a there. Dolphins play in there, and that's a Dolphins play hey, for we'll, sure. We'll throw that in the playbook. Throw that in the playbook, Dolphins. I I think it'll work well for you. Uh, moving on here, these ones are a little more accurate to predictions. Saints Titans Titans squeeze out a win 23 to 21 again probably a little closer than people would have thought but I mean Titans still looking like uh, the number one team in the NFL right now without Derrick Henry without Derrick Henry as people have debated is it the Packers or the Titans at number one what would you say there Lavelle Titans why are the Packers being number one uh I believe they're atop the NFC right now no they're not no, the Arizona, Cardinals would be the Cardinals Arizona yeah is. People have like, said, "What are you talking about? I know, the Packers." I know. People have really liked how the Packers have played lately. So I mean, that's not me. They've kind of had them ranked there. I mean, we saw what happened to the Cardinals against uh, Cam Newton and the uh, Panthers, which we will also get to here in a little bit. I want to go in uh, order here for first. Bills Jets forty five seventeen in favor of obviously the Bills. Don't the Bills play the Jets every week? Like, Not something like that. That's, I swear hey, they don't play anybody. I was listening to a wonderful podcast today, and guess I forget which team it was, but there's an NFC East team. They have out of their last four weeks of the year, three of them are division matchups, and two of them are the same team. <laughs> so in the last three weeks, they play the same team twice, and then another division rival. That's so. <laughs> like you're gonna play the team and like, hey, we got him. We'll see you in two weeks. You yeah, know? we'll see you in two weeks. We'll be back. Don't worry. Like <laughs> what? Like it, it's crazy. I think I think it's the football team and and the Giants. I think are the team that play each other twice. I think no, we were looking at the are, Giants. Schedule. They already played. Okay, so it would be Eagles then. I think it was Eagles because yeah, they already played at the beginning of your um, Thursday night. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So I think it's the Eagles play the uh, Washington football team twice, and then maybe the Giants once mm. in that three game stretch. Uh but yeah, Bills get a big win over the Jets. Joe Flacco has been named the starter for this coming week. I believe the Jets play the Broncos. 
If I they play the Dolphins, excuse me, not the Broncos, not the Broncos, but I was thinking good defense, and the Broncos have had very good defense, and lately, uh, Dolphins defense has looked a lot better, and uh, reason to believe that Joe Flacco maybe is the starter due to that blitz heavy defense of the Dolphins. I mean, he's much more experienced than Mike yeah. White. Mike White is about twenty four, twenty five years old. Joe Flacco is probably more like thirty something, thirty five ish. I mean, what he won his Super Bowl. In 2013, 2014, over the 49ers when he was with the Ravens. And you still don't know how old he is, so how is that going to help you? But I, it just shows how long he's been. He's been there for seven, That's what I was seven like. years, plus he was, he was a pretty seasoned vet when he was with the Ravens. Um, but he'll start next week. Bills looking like themselves again uh, with that win over the Jets. Lions-Steelers, this one, our first, first tie. So we will not have a team go 0 and 17 for the first time in NFL history. 0 16 and 1. But we though. could get an 0 16 and 1. As again, Lions Steelers tie. Najee Harris, running back for the Steelers, apparently quoted as saying he didn't know that you could tie in the NFL. I feel like as a college football player, you definitely knew that you could tie in the NFL. I feel like some players. I feel like you got to pay attention a little some, bit to know that. Sometimes people just don't know because people don't. That's true. They but usually like, don't tie until someone like it'll be one week. It's just a random week. What a week is yeah. it? Like nine, ten. Right this now? is this, yep. This was in week ten. Week ten. Yeah, and it's just a random tie out of the Lions and Steelers. Come on, the Lions. Um, and yeah, the Steelers. of course true. it would be the Lions because the Lions always tie. It seems like. Yeah, they're one of the because t- I think last year or two years ago. They tied with the Cardinals, they tied and it was week else. one. I was like, they got another tie. It's always a Lions, I feel I, like. Yeah, it's I feel always like it's always a Lions, but hey, they're not 0-17. Hey. So looking good for the Lions as, again, 16-16 to in that one. Uh, Big Ben not playing in that game. Chase Claypool also not in that game for the Steelers. So it was all Mason Rudolph in that one, so... Uh, we can say what we want about Mason Rudolph, but not he's not Big Ben. He's obviously. not a but Big Ben's not Big Ben. Either. Big Ben's not Big Ben anymore. He's Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> now. He's no longer Big Ben. He's Ben Roethlisberger, and Mason Rudolph is not Ben Roethlisberger. So yeah. let's just keep it at that. Jaguars Colts. This one getting a little close as well, but Colts twenty three to seventeen over the Jaguars. Jaguars go on to face my Niners. This Sunday, that'll be an interesting matchup as well. That should be an easy game for Hopefully, guys. in theory. Now, we're back to another any given Sunday matchup. The Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. Let's take a look at this, uh, these guys real quick. The Bucks came into this game 6-2. and two. Washington football ca- team came into this game 2-6. and six. Okay, so who do you think is winning this game? Obviously, the reigning Bucks. Super Bowl champs, right? Nope. No, Tom Brady, no. Tom Brady threw two interceptions. I believe they were both in the first quarter, too, yeah. just like Matt Stafford's. And I don't think one of them was returned for a pick six. Cause I didn't think it just put him in good field position. But, I mean, there was a video. I, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about this right now. But uh, they were, people were making fun of Teddy Bridgewater for his business decision, how he didn't tackle the Eagles player. Business decision, no. It was Darius Slayton, I believe. Slay? Darius Slay coming yeah. back with the pick. And he decided not to tackle him. And people are like, hey, hey, you're giving Teddy Bridgewater all the state. Look at Tom Brady's film when he throws an interception. Hey, we look at the, you look at one of the picks he threw against Washington. He does not move from where he threw the ball. He stands there with his hands on his knees watching his team chase down the <laughs> defender. Like it's, it's a video. You see him. He drops back. He throws it. It's picked. It pans back. His entire line's moving. His receivers are going. Everybody's going. His running back's going. And then you just see Tom Brady. 
He's got to spread his legs out, hands on his knees, just sitting there watching as they go towards the sideline and just get tackled out of bounds. And he's just not moving. What's Tom Brady going to do? He's 40 years old. He barely I mean, can run. But is you're he really giving Teddy Bridgewater really all this flack. Teddy was literally like in the play. They're right next to him. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not going to catch him. Play. Tom Brady's never going to catch him. We know Tom Brady's not. He had catch 20 him. yards to get back and left to the sideline. Do you know who Tom Brady yeah, is? He, he does it. not run 16 miles per hour. He doesn't run barely 10. Maybe. Well, he, the rest of his players are going to slow him down. He could at he's, least be no, there for backup. He's not going to be. He's not going to do anything. Teddy was literally in the play and literally went saw the guy go across his face and just said, "Nah, I'm cooling. I'm cooling." Like he could have dove. He could have put his arm out. He looked at him and said. Nah, 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 nah. Business decision. Business decision. I mean, you could say it's business decision, or you could say it's Teddy has more athletic ability that he actually did run, run to the thing. Tom Brady's never gonna catch whoever got the pick, whoever yeah. it is. We know that. We know that. Come on. Could have made an effort though, at least. Tom. When does he ever Just run? Saying. He only does this movement when he's he literally only moves when he's dropping back, or he has to. Scramble? Scramble. If he ever scrambles. He scrambles once every, like, three games. <laughs> like, come on, man. Too good of a line. That's what it is. But Tom, yeah, Brady, Tom Brady still Tom throws Brady. for two touchdowns. But the drive by Washington football team to end the game. Oh, my God. What is it? Eight. It, it was, was 19 plays, plays 10, 10 minutes, minutes, and it ended with an Antonio Gibson touchdown to seal it. And it was, like, 85 yards. They completed. 85 completed, yards. They completed, like, three, four downs on that play, on yeah. the drive. It was it was unbelievable. Poss- probably the best drive of their season. Um, Definitely the best drive of their season. <laughs> yeah, probably pretty easily. Um, the only thing it compared to is the Niners had the Niners their opening had drive. The similar drive. After the interception, uh, Jimmy Ward gets tackled by Odell. I think they are 93 yards out from the touchdown, I believe is what it was. They drove all the way down there. 93 yards. 10 minutes. I think this one was only 17 plays, 17 mm-hmm. or 18. So it was less plays. But they drove all the way down there and were able to score a touchdown. George Kittle, baby. George Kittle gets the touchdown, exactly. You know, he's never had, in his entire career, he's never had a uh, back-to-back games with a touchdown. Jeez. Come on, George. You ever thought about that? Like, how never crazy is that? Because he's the best tight end in the league and still ha- doesn't have a back-to-back game with a touchdown. Hey, that's crazy. But Debo Samuel was eating in that game as well, so... I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll wait to get into more of that. We'll get into that a little bit um, later. You already talked about it. I think we're good. I, I think we're good there. Yeah? Okay. We'll just wait till we get to your game. Uh, uh, another one, any given Sunday. The Patriots upset the Browns 45-7. to Unbelievable. The Patriots are on a hot streak right they, now. They've been playing good. It's Bill, bro. Bill's that guy. And man. Mac Jones is looking pretty system nice. System quarterback. Hey. I don't care what system he's in. He's doing well in it he, right now. I feel like if he's in any other system, he will not be doing So if he good. goes to the Niners instead of Trey Lance. He's not doing as good. He's doing the same thing as Trey Lance, sitting on the bench. You think so? Yes. Why would Mac Jones start? Why would he? Because Trey Lance is not even starting. You just traded what? You traded up. Well, yeah, because they don't think pick. Trey Lance is ready. He hadn't played games. And Mac Jones had got drafted games. later. That's and true. playing games, and it's 6-4 and four right now. That's true. So he wasn't he not ready either then? It's a good just, question. He, I guess he's ready they to They liked him over Cam Newton. I'm just saying, if he's in the 49ers system, other than Bill Belichick's system, he's not doing as yeah, well as he is. And I'm that would be interesting to see. I I, I wouldn't. I would like to know. That's a good question. But like, it's a it's it's a, it's a nice like it's a what if because you, know? you could say we could we still have that about Brady. 
But Brady went to a different team and did, did what he does. He did what he does, yeah. And I mean, but I feel like Matt Jones can't go to another team. Like if he got drafted by the Jets, like Zach Wilson. See, I feel like but that's it, it's hard difference. to say that with Tom Brady go because the Bucks had so many weapons. You know, like if I would have seen Tom Brady go to the Lions and do well, then I would have been like, okay, this guy is phenomenal. But he's like, okay, he went to the Bucks. They had a really good O line. They have Mike Evans and Chris Still Godwin. Phenomenal. Their defense is unbelievably good. Like. I mean, it looks it looks pretty good. The defense has really stepped up for the Bucks. So I mean, it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, if you would have gone to a really bad team, like if you would have go- eventually gone to San Francisco instead of us keeping Jimmy Garoppolo and then turned that program around, I think that would have been a better tell than Definitely, turning the Bucks around. But yeah, because I mean, the Niners weren't bad, but they weren't good either. Like they had Debo and most teams aren't bad, but they're not yeah. really good. They hadn't drafted Brandon Ayuk yet. But they had Debo and Kittle. Debo was going into his second year. Kittle was going into his third or second. I think they were, no, they were. He was going into his third. They had ju- Nick Bosa was going into his second. It would eventually get injured that year. So I mean, they, it's not like they were fantastic by any means. They still, that's what, the year they got plagued by injuries really bad. So it would have been interesting to see how he would have been able to turn that uh, franchise kind of around uh, for a season or two. So. And it would have made this year a lot different. Trey Lance might not have been drafted. You know, maybe they would have gone yeah. with Mac Jones. Probably instead. definitely wouldn't have been drafted at all. So yeah, it would have been interesting to see. Um, Cowboys over the Falcons, forty-three to three. Not much to say about this one. Cordell Patterson gets hurt early. Doesn't yeah. see much of the field anymore. That's why they, uh, lost. they locked up Kyle Pitts. So they really could Matty Ice really couldn't do anything, and they only get a field goal in the first quarter. And Dak and crew just. Go and have a day. Yep. So I mean, that's the, it's not that's mu- the best you it's can say about much, that. It's not much. No. About that game. I at mean, all. it was just it was, it was just, just a dominant a performance. Out. Just a blowout from last week. Yeah. Dak rushed for a touchdown and uh, hit a guy too. That was pretty nice. Like it was got some contact on the touchdown <laughs> run. Lowered his shoulder into it. It was good to see after coming off that injury. So um, makes pe- makes the defenses know like, hey, he'll still run the ball for touchdown and lower the shoulder into you. So I mean, that was a pretty good statement. I thought. Uh, Panthers Cardinals Cam Newton the return he's back yeah he is back as he told the fans of Arizona and Carolina after he scored the rushing touchdown for the first score of the game for the Panthers as he made a little contact on that run too didn't have to as he got a lead blocker from McCaffrey as McCaffrey didn't even get a touchdown in that game, but still got 26 fantasy points. Yeah, he was going crazy. He had a lot of Huge. long runs. Just Almost made my uh, cam finishing my cash in the uh, bank player of the week, but I, I had a little bit better pick for that one. But Cam Newton also throws for touchdown to Robbie Anderson, who hasn't gotten much looks from Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker so far this year. And Robbie but, smiled after that one. No, he, he, yeah. Robbie looked a lot happier in this game. Let's, let's just say that. And... There's the video release of Cam Newton on the bench. Had the whole team huddle around him, listen to him. He, as much as people may not like him or whatever you may think about Cam Newton, he is a great guy. He's like in the locker room, leader. people love him. He's a like great he's a leader. Yes. Like sure, his antics might not be something you like or whatever font he uses on Instagram might not be <laughs> what people like and people think his outfits are weird. But like, you gotta admit he, he's a leader. He's a locker room dude. Yeah. He's a locker room dude. But again, Panthers get a dominant win, thirty-four to ten. They asked him how um, how much he knew the playbook. He said two touchdowns worth. Two touchdowns worth, <laughs> and that's all you need. He's looking to be the starter this week as well as the Panthers 
go on to play the Washington football team. Mm. The defeaters of the four, of the last Super Bowl champions, the Buccaneers, going to face Cam Newton's return as a starter. Yeah. Interesting game. We can skip this game. No, this game, I really wanted to talk about this one. I did not. Vikings, Chargers, Vikings get the win, 27-20. to 20. Come on, Chargers. Lavelle, elaborate. Uh, bad game. I don't, know, I don't know if it was a really bad game. Just we I thought it was a really good game. I think we just didn't execute how we should. I would Chargers agree with that statement. need to throw down the field. We need to start throwing down the field. We've got to To the ghost of Mike Williams. The Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, Keenan Allen. We got all these guys. We got all these weapons. Keenan still gets touches. We're though. not. But we need touchdowns. I don't want touches. That's true. That's true. Touches don't give you points unless you score. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You're right. You're right. We got to play better defense. That's what I'm saying. We got to blitz. I don't know. More. I thought the defense was no, great. I don't think it was that good. I don't think it was as good as you think it was. Okay. I thought both. We couldn't stop really the run. Well. We couldn't stop the run. We, well, that's been all season. Yeah, it's been all season. We couldn't stop the run. Fourth and one. What was fourth and one? We couldn't, for us to get the ball back to potentially tie the game, a toss. We let a toss go for eight yards on a one-yard play. I was like, please, we had him in the backfield. We can't make tackles. We got to fix it. We just got to fix on the defense end. Justin Jefferson had a day. Yeah. We can't let these receivers have a day. I tell you what. When their old coordinator says, hey, I want to get this guy touching, I see that stuff on Twitter, he makes sure to make it happen. Two weeks ago, he said, hey, we need to get Dalvin Cook more touches. And what did they do in that game against the Cowboys? They ran the heck out of Dalvin Cook. It did not matter what the down and distance was. They gave him the ball for better or for worse in terms of play calling. Uh, There were definitely some disagreements there in that sort of play calling. But this week they said, Justin Jefferson, we need to make more touches for him, and they sure did it against they the Chargers. They definitely did, and he torched us. Yeah, it was like 10 receptions for like 100 and something yards. It was, Yikes. it was bad. But, hey, we lost by seven. That's the crazy part. We'd be playing bad, and we still like only lose by one possession. Hey, I mean, I'm telling you, Chargers, if we fix what we got to do, get Justin Herbert some more. Put it in Justin Herbert's hands. Let him make some plays, and let's – Let's get some dubs. We get yeah. some dubs, we win. We're in the seventh seed right now. We got to get the, fu- the the division. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, next one, another surprising one. Oh, ah. I want to talk about the Vikings Chargers real quick. The amount of penalties in that game. Oh, my god. Oh, my God. It was every play. Every play. For the first five minutes, I felt like it was every play there was a flag on somebody. It so was... it was just back and forth, back and forth. Oh, holding. Offsides. Uh, false start would move oh, it back. Holding defense. Holding defense moves it back forward again. It like was just, uh, I don't know how people were able to keep up. These refs were some. They were they were throwing the cloth everywhere, and it was the whole game. It wasn't just the first quarter. It was the whole game. It sure, was, it died uh, down a little bit, yeah, but it was uh, still the worst times. It's like oh, big play. Whoop. Oh my goodness. Short play. Whoop. Oh <laughs> come on. Like it was just unbelievable the entire time. Um, Seahawks Packers again. I thought this was surprising. Seventeen zero in favor of the Packers, which I that's the first time the Seahawks have been shut out with Russell Wilson at quarterback True. as he makes his return. Here's Aaron Rodgers also returning from his COVID nineteen uh, absence. Russell Wilson uh, returning after his pin in finger absence. So I mean, still an interesting game. DK Metcalf gets ejected late in that game. Yeah, tries to make his way back fighting. on the field. Mm. Him trying to make his way back on the field, and the ref watches him walk by. He's like, "All right, DK, come here, buddy. You got, you're done, bud. You got ejected." Okay, he just kind of <laughs> walks off, like, "Oh, I thought I could get away with it." After but. they got a fight, Packers defense 
They were strapping him down. They him, were. him and Lockett, like they could not get it going, mm-hmm. and it was Kevin King got an interception. Like it was, it was just not looking good for the Seahawks. Jamal Adams got an not their day. It was just not their day. The weirdest people got like the people that people have been hating on all season or for a couple of years now, all got interceptions this week. Jamal Adams interception, Kevin King. Interception. I hate him. Sorensen <laughs> of the Chiefs got an interception. He, I, he's awful. Like what? Kevin King. I remember watching the um, conference championship game against, against the, the Bucks, Bucks and we're, the Scotty Miller fade ball. Yes, on the, go to halftime. Halftime. We're like, what are you? Me and my dad are watching. Like, what is he doing? Like, it's it the final play of half. Just go to the end zone. And that's all you have. to he do. He just lets them behind them and looks back. I was like, oh uh, my god, Kevin bad. King, you're awful. Bad, awful. Um, next one, Eagles Broncos. Eagles get a dominant win, thirty to thirteen. Okay, that one's a little. That's probably about an expected outcome. I, uh, think I don't know. The Broncos just blew out the Cowboys the week that's before. True. They come in there, and but again, the business decision up. by Teddy might save a couple points there. So we'll again, you can't look. You look back on hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, so yeah, see what happens there. Finally, on Sunday Night Football, Chiefs Raiders, the division matchup. Chiefs. 41-14. Easily. Yeah, easily. way too easy. Hey, the Chiefs, hey, Travis Kelsey was thinking they think they got their swagger back. Hey, they got back. their swagger they back. They got their swagger that back. That was amazing. I love to see that. Until they play the Chargers and then we're taking it all away. Yep. Yes, we're like that. Away. We're like that. And then, of course, Monday Night Football, Niners, Rams. Ram, Niners win 31-10. to Tonight's game, Patriots-Falcons. I got the Patriots in that one. How about you, Will? I got the Patriots because the wow. Patriots are going to go crazy. Patterson is a game-time decision, but I don't <gasps> think he will play. But it'll be interesting to see. Well, we got to take him on my line. We got some stats here uh, that I really want to talk about from the NFL. First off, he's questioned the Alabama QBs for the first time in their pro careers all get wins in the same week. Jeez. Patriots win with Mac Jones, the Eagles win with Jalen Hurts, and the Dolphins win with Tua Tagovailoa. Mm. So they all get wins for the first time in their pro careers. Big for them and the Alabama QBs. And for the second consecutive week, four teams, Carolina, Miami, Minnesota, and Washington, entered a week with a 500 or below win percentage and defeated a team that began the week in first place or tied for first. There have been eight of these wins the past two weeks, most in weeks 9 and 10 since 1970. Mm. So upsets have been huge this year, especially the last two weeks. I mean, I think we've seen it a lot more than the last two weeks. We've seen too much. Oh, uh, some really. Oh, uh, we'll get some. This one's stat: the Carolina Panthers win over the Arizona Cardinals. The Cat Team versus Bird Team series is now tied at two hundred and nine to two hundred nine and ten. So that means Bengals. They tied ten times. Ten times, because <laughs> it's like Bengals, Lions, Panthers yeah. versus Seahawks, Falcons, Cardinals, Ravens. Is that four to three? Is that four to three teams? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jaguars. Oh, Jaguars would be okay. So it's four to four. How many of those losses do you think the Jaguars uh, consist of? Two hundred and eight. <laughs> Two hundred and eight of them all time. <laughs> oh, the poor Jaguars. Um, and I wanted to do the very, very good news. This is, this is pretty important news. You know our good friend Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers, right? Yeah. So. Guess what he did last Sunday? What did he do? He finally caught his first career NFL touchdown. Oh, congratulations. To Coming him. into that game, Myers had the most receptions and receiving yards for a wide receiver in NFL history without a touchdown catch. Sheesh. He even threw two touchdown passes before ever catching one. Sheesh. How many receptions do you think he had, Lavelle? 
42. You don't remember us talking about this, do you? Nope. We've talked about this before. No, we haven't. Not mine. I think it might have been last year, but because he didn't catch one last year either. Mm. 134 receptions Jeez. and 1,500 plus yards. And he had never caught a touchdown. That's his career stats? That's his career stats. Okay, okay. I thought that was in one season. No, 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 I was no, no, about no. to say this man's going crazy. That's his career. That's his career stats. He's been in the league for three, two, three years now. Mm. And that's he just got his first touchdown. Hey, congrats to you. That's Kobe. crazy. And then with Le'Veon Bell being released from the Ravens this week, he is currently at six thousand five hundred and thirty six career rushing yards. Jeez. You know who has more yards than that since they turned the age of thirty? Who? Frank Gore with seven thousand one hundred and sixty one since he turned th- since his age thirty season. Jeez. And Frank Gore still wants to play. <laughs> so I mean, Frank Gore's fighting, isn't he? Dude, he and he's yeah. fighting. I brought, I put that in the notes too. He's fighting a former NBA player. I don't remember. Uh, I think it's Darren Williams. Is it? Maybe. Darren? I'm not. No. I'm not totally sure. If you want to look it up, you can. I'll, I I can stall. But uh, Frank Gore, yeah, getting in a boxing. I think it's boxing, not yeah, UFC. It's boxing. But yeah, he's fighting against a former NBA player. That'll be interesting to see. I got money on Frank Gore, the former former 49er. Uh, for all the NFL players out there. Mark Ingram also becomes the Saints career rushing yards leader Darren last Williams. week. It I is was Darren right. Williams. I was right. There you go. I'm like that, boy. Again, Mark Ingram, rush, career rushing yards leader after he fills in for Alvin Kamara last week. So congrats, Mark Ingram. It's his congrats first week back real. with the Saints after being traded from the Texans. And then John Gruden is suing the NFL and Commissioner Goodell for uh, basically tarnishing his reputation and excluding him excluding him out as he's the only one that got fired pretty much from his email. Um, if I can pull up the exact details here, uh, saying that they sought to destroy his career and reputation. And so, I mean, does he have some kind of light to that? Maybe, because they haven't released any of the other emails about that. But that's about the only... Like, thing in his favor, because what he did wasn't great. But, like, that they haven't re- released any other emails is kind of a weird thing. Um, he also described it as a malicious and orchestrated campaign that led to his reg- uh, resignation. Mm. So, I mean, interesting. Interesting thing to see there very, very. Uh, for John Gruden. And then also breaking news out of today, I sent you this as well as well, I figured that. we'd talk about it. Oh. Former NFL running back Zach Stacy, former running back for the St. Louis Rams and the New York Jets. Uh, they had home home video footage that released of him uh, uh, beating his ex-girlfriend uh, with their five-month-old in the room. Um, it's a horrific video. Horrific. I mean, I... I'm not going to retweet it with our podcast Twitter. I'm not going to retweet it. I definitely don't. <laughs> yeah, De- uh, Devonte Adams has already spoken out about it. He said he wasn't going to retweet it either. Um, but again, it's it's something that if you really feel like you have to watch it, um, you can easily find it on social media anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but just a horrible thing. I mean, a lot of people are already jumping to credit to CTE uh, problems in this frontal lobe uh, of the brain and. That's the cause for, like, the aggression and stuff like that. Um, but just really, truly horrible stuff uh, going on there with the ex-running back of Stacy. But, again, something to monitor in the coming weeks yeah. um, to see what happens. But, again, just a truly horrible thing. Hopefully um, 
everything ends up all right. She's okay. Yeah. Um, the child is okay. I, I think the child wasn't harmed, but he was there. The there child was, was yeah, there. The child was there. Um, so, again, just something to look out for, of course, and our hearts go out to them. Yeah. Um, Don't do that. But, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of summed it up for NFL. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? The mm. NFL, I think that might be one of our quickest NFL sections we've I ever done. Never mind, it took 30 minutes. I, I, I lied. Stop, yeah, I stop, lied. Stop, I lied. Stop. Okay. College football scores coming up, obviously. So there are no, there were no changes in the playoff poll as all those teams won. Georgia wins over Missouri, 43-6. Um, Ohio State over Nebraska, 26-17. Notre Dame, 34-6 over Navy. Go, go back up, go back up, go back up. UNC, upset. UNC, upset. upset Wake Forest, 58-55. <laughs> there you go. We love it. We love that. UNC, baby, let's get we it. We love to see it as... Oh, TCU upsets Baylor 30-28. to That game ended earlier. Uh, no, the fans rushed the field too early for that game as they were coming on. The quarterback's trying to wave them back off to get off the field. And so that obviously a big win for TCU. Purdue upset over Michigan State. As always, they're Purdue, the giant killers. The Purdue's... How how many three teams? Oh my gosh, this Top is two 10. weeks ago. Why oh, am I on that? That's why I was like, wait. I was like, wait a minute. As soon as you said that, I was like, wait. So let's let's do this again. Okay, <laughs> everybody in the top seven for the playoffs gets gets a win. Cincinnati over South Florida, forty five to twenty eight. Ah, of course, Alabama over New Mexico State, fifty nine to three. Michigan over Penn State, twenty one seventeen. Georgia over Tennessee, forty one seventeen. Ohio State, fifty nine thirty one over Purdue. Michigan State forty to twenty one over Maryland, Notre Dame twenty eight to three over Virginia, and I believe that is all our oh and Oregon thirty eight twenty four over Washington State. So those guys go up, go all up. getting wins and they stay in their spot. Iowa getting win over Minnesota twenty seven to twenty two. Baylor, over Baylor Oklahoma. upset Oklahoma. That's the game I was talking about. Not is the it, Baylor TCU. Is this it is upset. Because Baylor's 11th. Now. This is oh, rank, okay. These are rankings now. now. Um, so Baylor upsetting Oklahoma, 27-14. Spoils our undefeated season. I think Baylor fans is what r- rushed the field now that I oh, think God, about yeah. it. So I think it was this game uh, that actually happened. And there's like one sec- three seconds left on the clock, and they're trying to tell the fans, get off the field, get off the field. We still got to like kick off or something, yeah. uh, kick a field goal, something like that. And so, But eventually, again, Baylor does get the win over Oklahoma, Wisconsin over Northwestern, 35-7. Um, Utah over Arizona, thirty-eight twenty-nine. Any other games you want to talk about? UTSA twenty-seven seventeen over Southern Miss. Fifteenth now, undefeated. They're ranked fifteenth, undefeated UTSA. Sorry, UTEP. <laughs> Sadly, Sadly, poor old UTEP. Um, but yeah, those are some big scores again. The college football playoff uh, rankings stay the same. They all got wins. Yep. Um, Iowa is now at number seventeen. They've moved up from twenty to seventeen. My 49ers were in a NFL power ranking at 17, so my, both my teams are at 17. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it in the top 20. We'll take it. Um, and then Buena Vista University wrapped up their season last Saturday in the Ugh. frigid cold temperatures here of Storm it Lake. It was wild. With a, win, with a it, loss against it Central, was, number it was nine ranked. cold during the game. Central, yep. And then right after the game, it just stopped being cold. Yep, it warmed right back up. It was Sun really came out. crazy. It was, yeah. But a 65-6 to loss to number 9 ranked nationally Central. ranked Central College as they have an undefeated playoffs. regular season to claim the conference championship as uh, BVU will place 6th in the conference. Fifth. At, nope. I thought we were 5th. No, we were 6th. At 5-5, five and five, we were 6th. 
Uh, Loris is above us mm. in uh, Dubuque, Co. and Wartburg as well. And obviously Central on top. So sixth at five and five, our first since 2014. And there were some season records that BVU set. So we'll start with our single season individual records. So for receiving yards, Eric Pacheco sets the record with 1,172. Ramon Garcia sets the record with 39 PATs made in a season. That's a new record. 46 also attempts is a record for Garcia as well. For career records, Eric Pacheco, receptions, 245 for his career. Receiving yards, 4,008. And receiving touchdowns, 35. So in four years, those were Everything. Pacheco's <laughs> numbers as he'll stand atop the leaderboards records here for Buena Vista. Breaking his own records that he set. That he set. He also <laughs> tied with himself in single-season receptions with 77, which he got in 2019. Mm-hmm. So... Plenty of other records there as well. Uh, not as many first places. Um, as a team, this is the most points scored ever, 354. Most rushing touchdowns with 23. The best pass completion percentage, 66.1. And the best for touchdowns scored, total 47. Okay. So not a bad year all in all for BB. Not the way they wanted it to go, obviously. But, but setting records, heading in the right direction, and going to be up. Got those go. some of those seniors leaving, have a couple coming back. So it'll be nice to see as well. Yeah. Um. And guess what, Lavelle? What? There's a mock draft out already. There are oh. people are sending out midseason mock drafts already. I can't it's believe way it. way too early. I, yeah, I agree. They, they haven't even announced they're leaving college yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, how you know they're going to be in that? Some of them are probably going to be seniors, so they already know, but like, looking at this right now, Kayvon uh, Thibodeau, I, Thibodeau, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, uh, from Michigan, the edge rusher, to the Lions at okay. number one. I know, I know number two from, and five. Oh, sorry, edge rusher from Oregon. Derek Singley Jr., the cornerback from LSU, goes to the Texans. Yeah, I know him. Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher from Michigan, goes to the Jets. Garrett Wilson at four, a wide receiver from Ohio State, goes to the Jaguars. And the safety from Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton, goes to the Eagles. Hey, he's a baller. Yes, I he know is. Kyle Hamilton Absolutely. is a baller. Because I watched the game, and I know he's a baller because Coach Delk would talk about him. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't know why they compare him to Ed Reed, but... We talked about this play before. We, yeah. we came all the way uh, across, across the field. The field. Yep. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. Exactly. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, Tyler Linderbaum, the center of Iowa, goes to the Jets at 7. Matt Corral, QB out of Ole Miss, he goes to Washington at number 9. Okay. Um, other big names in here. Uh, Malik Willis, the QB out of Liberty, goes to the Broncos at 14. Here, I'll let you see some of these names, too, because yeah, you might some. recognize some, let me too, see some. Let me see some. as well. Um, uh, Drake Jackson, I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's out of USC. Shout out Cali, baby. Shout out Cali, he says. Um, I don't think there's any. I'm looking for one name. One name that I. Chargers, Drake London? Okay. Out wide of receiver USC. out of USC. Uh, I mean, oh, it's Chris Olav, wide receiver out of Ohio State. He's real good. I'm looking for Khalil Shakir. I want to see if he would be I don't on here. Think He's probably he's in not. The top round. There's only four QBs going. In he, the first round, he's a receiver. Well. He's a receiver. Yeah, he's but receiver. I just yeah, wanted yeah. to mention the wide receiver thing. A lot of edge rushers. A lot, a lot, a lot of, of edge a lot rushers. Of defensive players this year. I'm trying to think, I'm seeing a lot of cornerbacks. Yeah, safeties, it's all defense. Almost in this first round. Lions QB, they get a QB. Kenny Pickett. 
And I'll go this. I have a question for you. I want a draft question for you here, Lavelle. So we go back here to picks six, seven, and eight. Yes. We'll also include the first five. So the Jets get a pick at number three. They pick again at number seven. Now that number seven pick is surrounded by Giants picks. So the Giants have six and eight. Mm-hmm. The Jets have seven. Would you see any trade going here that you would think if you're the Giants? So if you're the Giants here, are you trying to either A, trade up to seven, take that trade seven for eight, or maybe something else, or are you trying to trade down and maybe switch six and seven? Or are you trying to leave it as it is so you can get back to back? Again, the Jets have number three, but six, seven, eight there. Giants, Jets, Giants. Are you in any way trying to put those two Giants picks back to back? Um, no, I don't think so. You don't think so? Because they're trying to. They're saying they're going to try to get offense tackle, defense tackle. Then, if you want to get seven, what? What's the point? You could get Ensley, whatever, a little earlier at seven. Yeah. But there's not. I don't think there's any point. You don't think seven? Okay. Because I'm probably the Jets not going to take him. Yeah, they I just thought it would be an interesting question, you know, just kind of how it lays out as of right now, midway through the season. Yeah, they they probably won't, and All they right. probably end up being the worst team in the league anyway. <laughs> the Giants. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at forty minutes here. We better speed through our fantasy football yeah. here, as obviously uh, I tend to take a little too long, too long for this. So, perfect team, Lavelle. Are you ready, sir? Yep. Start at talking. quarterback. From the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes with 36.2 points, finally getting his swagger back. (laughs) At running back, Daryl Williams for the Chiefs, 29.4. Daryl Williams, we'll talk about him a little later as well. At running back number two, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher his name, Stevenson uh, of the New England Patriots. Ramador, Ramador, oh my God, I know I'm butchering it. I just heard it this morning. I've looked at it multiple times today. 27.4 27.4 points. Wide receiver one, Debo Samuel of the 49ers, 30.3. Wide receiver two of the Bills, Stephon Diggs, also 30 points, but point two, not point three. Mm. At tight end, obviously, the man with swagger himself, Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs, 19.9. At kicker would be Zach Gonzalez of the Panthers, 14 points. And defense, the Cowboys with 21. Mm. So not bad for not bad them. At all. Not bad at all. So do you want to do Cash in the Bank Players of the Week first? Yeah, or do you want to do those? Okay. All right, Lavelle. For your Cash in the Bank Player of the Week, who do you got, bud? I got James Conner. Last James three Conner. weeks, he's been getting about 14-plus. He got a 40-point game in there against the 49ers because the Niners suck. Hey, <laughs> but easy. This week he got 15, 10 rush, 10 rush attempts, 39 yards, a touchdown. Didn't really do that much, but he had Three receptions for 25 yards, too. He's also, hey, he gets red zone touches. He gets a lot. Last week, though, he had 21 touches, 96 yards, two touchdowns. And then he also had five targets for 77 yards. So he's all around back. Got to have James Conner up in there. James Conner been balling the last couple weeks. Good stuff out there. Absolutely. And so my pick, we talked about him already, Daryl Williams, the RB1 of the week. Now this is the interesting part. He has 11 carries for 43 yards and no touchdowns. But this all comes from passing. Receiving. Nine targets, nine receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown mm. as a running back. That's a lot of screens. That is a lot <laughs> That's of a screens. That's a lot of screens. Something. But unbelievable showing by him. You don't even need the rushing 
points yeah. for Daryl Williams, and he'll still get you 20-plus. But that wow. brings into question, does Clyde Edwards-Alaire win his job back when he comes back? I don't know. You're going to have to see. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're both like the same backs, small backs, not – Actually, Clyde Edwards-Alaire has not been producing he's, nearly but he's as much. Small, as, but like they're both small backs. Yeah. Like they're the same build. Like they could do. Williams they both, has just been more both, productive. Yeah. They both Way can do what Williams is doing, but Clyde's hasn't been productive. Hasn't so, at all. So we'll, it'll see, be we'll see. We'll see. Interesting to see. Then finally, we'll go. To, okay, I want to bring this up before we get to my start sits. Well, obviously, this is a problem that's going on in our league right now. Our money league, mind you, thirty dollars. <laughs> I bring up end of the season give ups. When you know your season is basically in the dumps, you're not making playoffs, how do you feel about people giving up and just giving away players? See, I was kind of like, I don't care. Like, it was a joke to me, but everyone else is like, don't do it. I don't think it's a good thing to do it. I don't think it's good to do it. No. But in our league, Marco has like... He's 1-10. in 10. He's 1-10. in 10. And I don't think the trade was as bad as everyone thought no, it was. No, I don't think so either. I don't think it is. But it's hard. It's hard. It's tough. Don't pay. Don't pay to like. If someone, if they're willing to do it, you better pay me. If I'm willing to give yeah. my players up, like that's I, why. I, that's why I told. I told Nico. I'm like. I'm like. He was like, give me Kamara. I said, you gotta pay me. He said five bucks. No, I'm getting my money back see, in the so league he that already, I put in the league. His hypocrisy is already showing. Yeah, through you he's see, trying to get. Yeah, because like, he was the one who threw the fit. Because we were like, we threw a fit two weeks ago when you had a. Uh, BS trade with one of our guys who's yeah. second to last. Yeah, you you gave him you didn't give him value. You gave him bulk for one or two players. Yeah, sure you gave him Swift, but like you also gave him Clyde Edwards-Alaire who wasn't playing, and Devontae Smith who is so up and down this year. You got to wait till year two for really for him to be productive. Yeah, like yeah, you can't yeah. guess with Smith. And then you got Fer- Fournette and somebody else. I don't. Fournette I can't even look at the someone, transactions yeah, to see someone, what the yeah. see what the trade was, but it was not a good one that mm. anyone agreed with. Because yeah. me, you, Marco, and Brady all looked at it before weights, and we all thought that is it's just unreal. Because they were just talking BS. the night before at practice how Jack was giving up and just giving away. Players. Yes, right after, and then right after that, Nico gets players, and we're like, oh, crazy we're how like, that works. crazy Nico. And then we're looking at Nico's team. Why does Nico have the best team in the league right now? Like, but one of the worst records. And I'm like, come on, Nico. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I still have a chance in that league. Um, well, technically, we both do. I need you to I gotta win, win out. I need you to win out, but lose to me. No, I got to yes, win out. No. See, that's the only way I'm making playoffs is if I win out. And then we need the only way he's making playoffs is he went out. And I need he, you he to win this week. But we play I each other. I need Jack to win this week. Um. Because Jack plays Trey, and he's projected to win. So I tr- I actually made a trade with Jack. This one was actually decent. I gave him the Cardinals defense, the number two, and somebody else, Cordell Patterson. I gave him those two guys for Kareem Hunt, who's on IR right now, but scheduled to come back eventually. Mm. So I was like, that's that's a pretty fair trade. I guess, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get rid of this defense off my bench that I don't use because I, I use the Cordell. Bills. That's, talk to Jack, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to. But I gave it to him, I'm like, Jack, I need you to win this week. And I told him, monitor Patterson. If he plays, you're put him in, putting him in. If he doesn't, make sure he's out and you know, so you don't get a goose egg like TJ Hawkinson and Mike Gusecki had last week at tight end. <laughs> and like, go for that because I need him to win for me because uh, Nico and Trey are directly above me. You play Nico yep. and he plays Trey, and you're both projected to win right now, I believe. 
Uh, I think so. Maybe. So we're gonna so see. I need big wins from you guys. We're gonna see. I hope my team does but, good. Yeah. Some weeks they just perform out of their minds. They when I played Kobe, when I played Kobe, I was the what? He's the number two in our league. Mm-hmm. I literally beat him by like forty points, and I had yeah. and I had James Conner on my bench with forty. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Fantasy football, it's not always skill. Sometimes it's luck. But Sometimes the waiver wire yeah. helps you a lot. I just think uh, I want to put my opinion on the end of season give ups. I think of it as like if you're an actual team, are you just giving up and trading away players at the end no. of the year? No, you're gonna compete to the rest of your to get as many yeah. as you can. So that's why I hate it in fantasy, especially when there's money on the line. Like, yeah, especially you're ruining everyone else's league. chances for to get their money back and stuff like that. I'm telling you, if they end up winning, I need my money back. Yeah, at <laughs> like, least like, I traded you some people. Even to- when it's just for fun, I really don't like people giving up and just giving away or just not setting their lineups anymore. That stuff starts to get annoying. It's like, okay, you're taking. Whatever fun there was in it, out yeah, of it yeah. at this point. Like you might not be having fun, but other people are trying to enjoy this. And if you're not af- actively giving them competition or like making it enjoyable, like, what, like you're not you're just making it worse. It gets fun when you're losing by twenty, and you have two people in the Sunday night yeah, game or when, a Monday night game. Yeah, and you're just like, I hope this person goes crazy, and then they end That's up saying they sometimes they go crazy, sometimes they don't, and then you end up winning and losing. That's See? why I don't like people like, oh, I love it when I'm winning, but like when they're losing, they're like, hey, like you gotta enjoy it the whole time. Like if I'm in Marco's spot, sure, I'm not having a good time, but like I still get to play fantasy football and I still get to compete. Like upsets happen all the time. Maybe not for in Marco's case per se, but like. In your case, you beat the number two guy by forty, and you were in second to last at that time. Like, hey. come on, what's not fun about that? I uh, the most fun I had was playing Marco for our first win. We, yeah, both of us you were both were both of us were zero and five, I think. And I was like, I hope I beat Marco. That's my first win. I can't wait. And, and I won. It. Oh, and you did like, win that one? Yeah, I can't I remember win. who beat. I won. I won. Okay. And he was like, "Yep, no, okay. I'm still winless." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Start sits. Last week we had Devontae Freeman and Ricky Seals Jones. Dante Freeman against the blitz-heavy Dolphins, which no one expected, doesn't do well, so that's a loss for me. Eight, no. 8.8 points. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones actually ends up getting injured early in that game, so he's out, gets six points. Probably wouldn't have passed if he stays in, yeah. but I do. So 15-8 and eight is my current record. So two-thirds of my picks are usually right, so that looks pretty good. So start this week. A.J. Brown versus the Texans. They give an average of 36 points to the wide receiver. He's the number one guy in that passing offense without Julio Jones, questionable this week. That ranks fifth in points per game with 26. He's also with that running back committee. He's really the true leader of that offense. And while he only had four targets against the Saints, he's had nine-plus in the previous four games. Mm -hmm. And Texans defense is in the middle of the pack in passing yards per game. They've allowed 28 points per game, fourth worst in the league. So A.J. Brown looking pretty pretty tasty for this matchup. Devontae Booker? Devontae Booker Don't is my him. sit this week Don't versus the Bucks. Him. They average 23 points to running backs, and you'll be like, wait, well, why is that a big deal? That's pretty good. Well, sure, they might. I think Devontae Booker, not as good as Antonio Gibson, per se, as talented as Gibson kind of ran a little bit all, I wouldn't say all over them last week, but enough. Yeah. And Barkley, is, Saquon's coming back possibly this week. Yeah. So that could lessen his workload. Obviously, Barkley's not getting a huge one. They want to ease him in. But again, it'll take away from his already uh, his his workload that he has now. And the Bucks are only allowing 80 yards per game rushing, so it's really going to come all the way down to the passing usage of Booker, yeah. which will be interesting to see again with Barkley's return, who also likes to get some passing usage. So we'll see what happens there. But I still have him as a sit this week. So those are my 
start and sits for week 11. We'll see how well they turn out. Obviously, we will get this long episode out before Thursday yep. Night Football tonight. Patriots yep. versus Falcons. We both have the Patriots. Yep. And with that, I have no final words. Lavelle, how I'd, would you like to close it? Um, We'll close it like, I'll see you later. <laughs>